Welcome to Chronicles of a Bibliophile. This is a podcast exploring books, stories, and the people obsessed with them. I'm the librarian. My job in the podcast is to get, select, and organize books. P.S. Bibliophile means someone who really likes books. I am the chronicler. My job is to record and publish the very audio you are listening to. We are very glad you have joined us while we explore the never-ending wormhole of adventures and characters the librarian chooses. Our goal is to share with you the books we love and don't, to give you family recommendations and heart-touching books everyone's sure to enjoy. Let's go! Welcome to episode 10. Hello, librarian. What book adventure are we talking about today? Hello, Chronicler. Today we are talking about Song for a Whale by Lynn Kelly. Excellent. And let me say, it's exciting to have made it to 10 episodes. Listeners, I hope you are enjoying. And now, librarian, let's jump in. Tell us all about it. This book is about a girl named um, Iris. Iris learns about this whale called Blue 55 and she travels to Alaska to see him. She makes a song for him to hear. This book is very beautiful and astounding. Yes, I agree, it is. Um, And some a little more information, Iris, as the main character, is a girl who is deaf. Um, And she has some, her grandparents are deaf and a friend who is deaf. But in spite of those, uh, she is a girl who feels very alone. She feels very alone at school, because uh, there's really no other kids who can understand her sign language or talk to her, uh, and so she feels very awkward. And when she learns about the whale, the whale has uh, some interesting uh, song, whales sing songs, and her song is at a different frequency than other whales. And so very right away, Iris connects with the whale and like feels like a kindred spirit, like they're both alone and can't be understood. And so she is also a girl who likes to tinker and play with things like technology and radios and stuff. And so she decides to create a uh, song or a way for uh, the whale to maybe hear something that sounds similar to her. And this is at its base, both a character story of like an internal journey about her kind of finding her place in the world and feeling fulfilled, but it's also a good old fashioned adventure Uh, book as well a little bit as she and her grandmother kind of run away together uh, without their parent her parents permission to go find this whale in Alaska as you said it's an amazing book Uh, it's really told also kind of very interestingly uh, through both that whale blue 55's perspective so there's a few chapters where we get to kind of hear the whale's perspective uh, which also makes the book a little more fun but and then also from Iris's perspective of course so Anyway, who was your favorite character? My favorite character was Benny. Benny is on the cruise boat Iris takes, and they become friends. Benny is very sweet and helpful. Oh, that is funny. So I also chose Benny. She was definitely a character that really jumped out of the book. Uh, The early parts of the book are a little slow for me. But they do uh, let Iris experience not bullying, really, but definitely some frustration and tough times with the kids her age. 
And so by the time you meet Benny in the second half of the book on the cruise ship, she is so welcoming and nice and kind and also likes science and also likes animals uh, like Iris does. And her mom works on the cruise ship, which would be a crazy life that Benny just spends lots of time hanging out on cruise boats Sounds as a kid. Fun. Yeah. And so they bond really tightly. And Benny is very uh, welcoming and ready to learn some sign language and just seems like a really special kid uh, who, at the end of the book, you learn they'll or are certain that they will continue to be longtime friends. Um, and Benny's mom also works on the boat as a um, wildlife biologist or nature biologist of sea animals. And she definitely is a very inspiring character for Iris also, because she kind of encourages her to work with whales and sound and stuff in the future. I do think it was really unique that a character who is deaf was able to create sound or study sound and care about it. It was pretty fascinating. Anyway, those were our favorite characters. Librarian, what did you rate this book? I rated this book five hearts. Uh, it has, um, it's a really good book, like, um, the, like the chronicler said, but also it's a very, um, the ending of the book is very beautiful and spectacular and it made the chronicler cry. <laughs> it did make me cry, although if you have stated before, librarian, that is not necessarily hard. But it is nice. Um, I gave the book four and a half hearts, um, and I almost gave it only four. There is some parts in this book that I think are a little too slow and could have been maybe developed a little better. Uh, the second half of the book is fantastic, and the end of the book is beautiful and just wonderful. Uh, so it, one of the things that I really like about this book, much like the book we list, or read called George, is it really was told in a perspective that felt really authentic. Like, I really believed that this character or the person writing this character knew what it was like to be deaf. And I don't believe the author, author is deaf, uh, but she really makes you believe like she is <laughs> or that she understands it. It is told very beautifully through the perspective of Iris. Okay, let's move. Oh, and parents, it is uh, 100% appropriate, and I would say... Gosh, almost any age that's capable of reading this book would enjoy it and should. Or it would be a great book to read to uh, your kids. But I think content-wise and appropriateness-wise, that it could be easy for any age, really. What do you think, librarian? Yeah, that sounds about right. I um want to um piggyback off something you said earlier. At the um, back of the book where it like tells you about the author... Um, it said that she, that the um, author was like a um, sign language interpreter. Oh, cool! Like um, for deaf students. Students, so. yeah. So she's obviously worked with lots yeah. of deaf students. Yeah. So she might that makes a lot of sense. Now let's move on to joke time. How did the octopus make the whale laugh? I don't know. How did he? With ten tickles. With tentacles. That's horrible. Okay, you got any more? What do polite, polite whales say? <laughs> what do polite whales say? You're welcome. You're welcome. Ridiculous. And then my last one is, what is a whale's favorite lunch? <laughs> I don't know. Krilled cheese. Krilled? Oh, because the little animals. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That was my favorite. 
All right, I say, have you seen a whale cry? No, but I've seen a whale blubber. <laughs> and my last one is, why do killer whales never make friends with other species? They are too orkward. Uh, like awkward, yeah, like, but orca word? Yeah, it's bad. Okay, it's bad. <laughs> All right, well, why don't you let us know what we are reading next? Um, yes, the next book is called The Midwife's Apprentice by Karen Cushman. Excellent. And this is another award, Newbery Award-winning book. So we are excited. We hope you read Song for a Whale, or please do. And if you want to read The Midwife's Apprentice before next week. So thank you for listening, listeners. We will see you next time. Don't forget that an open book is an open portal. Goodbye for now. (laughs) Goodbye.